because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 91 of the Cinemania World Show. I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team joining me today for today's shows, where we talk about all the news from the week. First, we are joined from the Cinemania World team and YouTube. We have Alex Madden. Alex, how are you? What's going on, Cinemaniacs? How's everybody doing? How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Nice to hear from you, my friend. Yeah, and we are joined from the Cinemania World team and the Film Posers podcast. We have Josie. Josie, hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Excited yes, to be right. on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very nice to hear from you, as always, um, here on your first world show. Let's get right into all the stuff that's been going on. Before we get into news, I wanted to uh, get some thoughts from Josie. There's, there's an embargo. Listen, everyone, I have no idea what's going on with this embargo <laughs> with with uh, Godzilla versus Kong. People are posting reviews. People are not. People are spoiling. People are not. It's very weird. So what I'll ask Josie now it's just your thoughts on the experience. Did you go to the actual theater to see it? How was that? Yes. Yeah, so we were able to see it in theaters with our local Warner Brothers press contact. And it was a press screening. It was very fun. It was very safe, especially very important. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those movies that you it, you have to see it again with the usual experience like other people because it is definitely a blockbuster and it was fun to actually have other people's reactions in the room instead of just hearing yourself gasp alone in your room in front of your laptop. <laughs> so <laughs> that this is definitely a movie that needs to be seen like in a community environment like with other people because it is very fun. And if for those people that don't like the human stories, it's okay. They're like they're there, but like the most important part are the monsters, which is what we wanted out of yeah, like a giant God. gorilla and a giant lizard yeah. fighting. Thank God. <laughs> um, I'm yes. glad you had a good time. You said you went with your fellow um, film posers, so I'm glad yes. you guys all had had fun and stuff. What what theater was it? Was it what theater was it? Was it like a, a theater chain? Was it just one of your local theaters that you went to? So we went to a theater chain in one of the shopping malls and um, it was kind of like surround sound, the whole shebang. And it was, it was very fun. It was very fun. Like, I'm just going to say for people that actually like are very into cinema, (laughs) listen for a film again about a giant gorilla and a lizard fighting, the cinematography was so good. I was very surprised. The directing, like, I was impressed. I'm like, excuse me, we're we're, yeah, we're a- getting a five course meal yeah. today. <laughs> Adam Wingard yeah. is great, so yeah, that's why I was great. super excited to uh, see it. Uh, Alex and I are going to be meeting together next week for the first time since Tenet to yep. see the movie in IMAX, and I'm super super excited. So I'm glad you had a good time, Josie. Yeah. We were going to have a virtual screening tomorrow, but Warner Brothers said nope. Because of spoilers, yeah. and they <laughs> yeah, people are spoiling. Oh, I mean, I, I already, I already got one thing spoiled for me, and that's because Adam yeah. posted it on Instagram. So I was like, Jesus, I kind of figured, happening? I kind of figured that would happen. But it's like, been bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like they really made a rough. sign NDAs before entering the screening. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, wow. I the, wow. 
the so one reaction... I'm not allowed to say anything other than my first reaction. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, one, um, the one reckless thing that, not reckless, but like most secured screening that I think Alex and I have ever been to in Boston was probably uh, uh, Far, from, far home. from Home, yeah. where they took, they took oh, like our phones I believe it. and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was like Sony. It was a week I, before I was it at, came out. Like thinking about it now, I'm like kind of surprised they didn't make us sign uh, NDAs for that. I mean, they, it was, it was, it, they yeah, it was, it was probably weird. because it was so many people and all that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean that line yeah. was huge. Yeah, it was IMAX theater too, so it was packed to the yeah. brim and stuff. And um, that uh, that screening, they actually like yeah, they took our phones, they locked it in bags. It was like security all over the place. They checked our bags. And stuff, and then um, people couldn't bring in stuff. Everyone they kept it was it was crazy for Far yeah. From Home. And then by the end of the movie, I get why J. Jonah Jameson right there. There he is. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's why um, I'm like, I I get it. I yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. It was it was honestly exciting because I was like, oh man, that's never happened. It must be like a huge. I know. I was like, I was like, what the hell's happening in this movie? Like, it's gotta be Obvious- like, big or something. <laughs> obviously, I wasn't like, oh my god, Mephisto's gonna show up in this movie, but I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm super excited to get into it. I mean, he's um, showing right. up. He's showing up in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Though, Jesus right? Christ, Alex! Can you stop? <laughs> um, as right, long as it's not it. Torres, I'm fine because that that character, <laughs> I, I will protect him. <laughs> oh my God, he was great. I I, I really liked he's him. Honestly, great. I swear, if they kill him off, I'm gonna be he so angry. So, he was one of those. It's, it's again with these uh these side um these TV shows for like Disney Plus for the Marvel characters. It's so great because you're gonna get a bunch of side characters who are just great. We had it in Wandavision and like with yeah. like Jimmy Woo and 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 you know stuff like in Darcy. So it's gonna be super cool to get into his character and stuff. Um, because when that first scene when he uh I loved him as soon as he got out the truck and started cheering when yes. Falcon like <laughs> saved the day. I was like, that is so pure. I love yeah. it. So I'm super excited to see what he does. Um, all right, let's get into some of the news today, everyone. Um, that is why you're all here. Thank you again for listening. Uh, we are going to go through some news, just uh, two major topics, and then we'll get into some quick fast track news, and then we'll get into a mailbag question that someone has asked us through Skype. So first bit of news that we have today is actually the new uh, slate from disney yesterday they announced i guess they had a call an investor call and they announced a whole new slate uh for their upcoming films including the marvel films pixar other kind of you know ips that they own they own a lot it's quite crazy so uh without further ado let's kick it to josie to give us more on disney announcing their new slate yesterday yeah so the most important changes have been pretty talked about right now which is of course Cruella and Black Widow which will be Mm -hmm. premiering in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access so Cruella is going to be May 28th and then Black Widow is going to be July 9th respectively Um, and of course then we kick it off to unfortunately Pixar's Luca which is going to release exclusively on Disney Plus for Pixar (laughs) on june 18th and it's kind of sad because a lot of people the most comments i saw online and reactions were that a lot of people wanted to see this in theaters i was one of them i I was one of them too like i was one of those people that wanted to see soul in theaters too yeah it's unfortunate especially because like pixar is, is sort of going more uh more representation route and then i'm like yes but they're not going to yeah. be in theaters so this happened with soul i mean Co- thank god Wait. coco was not in the middle of a pandemic but like yeah. uh yeah. you know like this happened with soul and i was about to happen with uh 
with Luca. I mean, Raya is not Dude, Pixar, but it, well, I mean, get the, do you ahead. even think about it? Like too, like Mulan, like you have the representation there. Like they dumped that on Disney Plus too. Like I know that's not Pixar, but yeah yeah it's, it's really weird Dude, how you, they kind you, of... you also brought up a good point yesterday Dwayne. like how do they determine what goes to disney plus and what doesn't no idea that was actually um we'll get into that a little bit later as far yeah. as yeah. you know when we get out there this yeah. like so um go ahead jose i know there's i know there's a few more films that got moved yes yeah, so the upcoming films that have been changed for the release date free guy is going to be august 13th 2021 mm-hmm. which ryan reynolds released a video like with his usual comedy. <laughs> then <laughs> Chang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings on September 3rd. The King's Man, which is the third installment from the Kingsman series, of course, uh, December 22nd. And then Deep Water on January 14th, 2022. And then Death on the Nile on February 11th, 2022. Yeah. Uh... A lot of film. I think death. I think some of these were pushed back at least once or twice. I feel already. like I feel like Death on the Nile will push back again. Yeah. I think Kingsman has been pushed back seven times, if I'm not mistaken. Seven times for the Kingsman. Dude, think Man. about like all these mo- think about all these movies that were supposed to come out in like April of last year, and now they all have like ten different release dates. Alex, do you remember back in 2019? Actually, we what well, we saw the Kingsman trailer together. Yes, we did. It was right there. And it was said, hey, it's coming out in January or whatever. <laughs> that never and happened. <laughs> and then I said, hey. I, I, don't be- I don't believe that movie exists. I don't know what to do. I, I I wonder why. Okay. So that was all for the release dates, correct, Josie? I presume, as if, as for right now, for as far as 2022 goes. I know you said earlier before we started, like 2028. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> most of it is just the usual movies that have been pushed back already like for example west side story which will be the 10th of december eternals november 5th hopefully um it stays because i really want to see eternals and then Encanto, november 24th which is a wednesday which is very um peculiar probably like a before like thanksgiving or something i presume yeah um yeah for that film but um yeah so okay so i have no idea we'll talk about we're, we're gonna get into like black widow and all that stuff but what's going on with this the movie the, the 20th century fox movies that they bought they just get no kind of shine you know even in like the yeah. disney the disney kind of post online when they're posting about oh look at our new slate it's like uh the ones you care about and then you have the king's man and whatever uh you know i i really want i really wish this this uh Disney Plus Star thing was like available now, so they can just drop some of those movies on that. The ones that got like a Kingsman, like it's time. This is it's this is when it's like okay, it it's it's time to release this film. Uh, it's been how much seven times this movie yeah, was moved. It's 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 time. I'm not sure, and a lot of people care. I love the Kingsman franchise. I'm a big I'm a big fan. I was super pumped for the movie. I saw the trailer like years ago. It feels like, <laughs> yeah. um, so I just yeah. I wish they got a little bit more sh- a little bit more shine when they get kind of announced. I, I feel I feel like this whole Fox acquisition was more just so they could like acquire like the rights to Star Wars, like the older films and then incorporate like the X-Men into the MCU because it seems like they're like they're not even like releasing anything like through like Fox like it seems like like you know Yeah, they I mean? changed the name and everything. Yeah, changed it's 20th the name Century and... Studios and 
yeah, but like, what's going? On? What's the what's the deal here? I I completely forget those are like Disney titles. Yeah. yeah. But um, I just don't know what the plan I, is. Like, I that. still I still think Fox is like its own separate entity. Yeah, or something. So, uh, all right. So, as far as Black Widow goes, uh, Black Widow was moved um, again, and they're doing. They finally they caved and they went uh, with the premiere access kind of deal. Same with Cruella. So I wanted to ask you guys this question. Uh, does that mean that Raya and the Last Dragon and Dora Mulan, they did it twice with, with the, you know, big kind of films doing the premiere access one. And I, I, before they were kind of really, they seemed really opposed to do premiere access with Black Widow as far as this is the first MCU title that's going that route. So do you guys think that this is probably because Raya did so well and Mulan, I guess they announced they did, it did okay. But uh, what do you guys think about that? I'll start with you, uh, Josie. Do you think it's uh, Raya must have did really well? And that's why they're going with this? So according to the press release, and I quote, it says, following the successful release of Raya and the Last Dragon, the highly anticipated mm. live action film Cruella and Marvel Studios' long-awaited Black Widow will launch simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access in most Disney Plus markets on Friday, May 28th and on Friday, July 9th, respectively, as we mentioned. But yeah, mm. it's very curious because it specifically says successful release. And um, at least I haven't been able to see that many numbers. I know that the box office numbers have been released, but as per yeah. Disney Plus streams and everything, I haven't seen anything concrete when it comes to that. I'm trying to yeah. find it now. I don't see anything. I just see the box office. Okay, so I actually want to bring up a good point because someone here said, um, I actually have a question from our Skype. If you want to text us anytime, any day, just don't call the number for the umpteenth time. Oh, I'll uh, but call. If, you do want, <laughs> if you want to send us a, Skype, a number for us to answer on one of the shows, it's 617-506-3409. So this person, after yesterday's news, uh, he said, why, would, why does Disney think the Premier Access is a good idea when HBO Max is doing it? Uh, you get the HBO Max app and you have it, the movie for free uh, to watch and in theaters. And my answer to that is, here's here's, here's an example, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's because when you put the, the, the brand Disney in front of something, casuals will buy. Yeah. Do you know my example for this? It has nothing to do with film. If we went with the idea of, okay... Uh, this this thing is like for free so obviously that would have more buys or whatever right then why are apple iphones still a thing i'm yeah. saying yeah apple sure. is expensive <laughs> apple products are very expensive but when people see that apple brand you know you're gonna get something of quality i don't own an iphone i'm just saying they each year they release a phone with like a new spec and people buy, you know what I mean? Find me a day where it says there are more Androids in the world out there. Uh, people own more Androids than Apple iPhones. That's just not the case because yeah. something about a brand, when you have a brand, that brand, when it becomes like, when it comes, becomes as popular and as, and as, uh, and as like notable as a Disney or a Marvel or something, you could put a price tag on it and people will buy. Yeah. I'm sure if they went free for their movies, like a soul did, it would do well. 
But yeah. in their eyes, I'm probably they're probably like, okay, yo, listen, like this fucking Black Widow, just thirty dollars yeah. <laughs> and stuff, and and that's just what happens. And people are gonna buy. Raya must have did really, really well, and I thought Raya was great. And I, 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 we got the screener, but I, I saw Raya again as far as on premiere access and stuff, and it was still amazing. So, and it's a big audience of uh, you know, kids and stuff who would definitely be in to something like a Raya. So. I think that's just what happened here as far as, you know, um, as far as uh, why they decided to put some of these on Disney Plus. But when you go to the question here, another question we have of is why do Pixar, we have this person here says, why does Pixar films uh, don't, how come Pixar films do not have the premier access title on them? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Because it's a separate studio, but also... Like, in part, it did make me happy that Soul wasn't going to be Premiere Access because, again, that will make me that will make it more accessible to people to be able to watch. Mm-hmm. But at the same yeah. time, it's it's very curious how they how they're choosing which film to do it with and which one to do it not with. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah. the thing that I wanted to bring up with the Premiere Access is that when you think about it, the way I've been analyzing it is that usually when families go to the movies, they spend at least like $100 on tickets and food and everything. Yeah. So $30 yeah. is nothing. So yeah. at most, we have to think about the fact that these films are being targeted to families, not like, for example, me, a 20-something-year-old that really loves Disney. <laughs> And I just can't pay the $30. I'd rather wait until it's available on the platform for everybody. But when you have a little kid that is like, I want to see Ryan the Last Dragon. Come on, let's go. And they're like, okay. Because you still get to keep it as long as you don't cancel your Disney Plus subscription. Yeah. Yeah, and I that I agree. I uh when when we had the when everyone was having the discussions of oh how come you know uh, when HBO decided to do the straight to the the theaters and HBO Max same same day kind of thing, uh, what was what it is is just that I was like people got to realize that um if you're a family. And people are still going to see, like, people still went and go and went to see uh, Tom and Jerry, right? It's not all families, but a lot of families, a lot of casuals, if you ask them, hey, I don't have to take three of my kids plus my wife or whatever uh, to, a, to a movie, that, that bill is at least $100 from food to all the tickets and stuff. That, that bill is at least $100. Or I can just spend 30 bucks, one ticket price. Uh, I mean, just one set price, have the film kind of in our archive if you want to do a rewatch and Forever, stuff. too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it's a hard, it's kind of a hard deal to kind of go away from. And and the deal, it must be working because I, I can't imagine they just kind of, I can imagine if it didn't work, they just kept doing it. <laughs> so it, it just must be working. And I think Black Widow is going to be a huge title for them um, as far as that format goes. And Cruella as well. I mean, Cruella looks. Listen, I'm really excited for Cruella. It looks like very off-brand Disney, kind of too. different. Yeah, I'm. I'm really pumped for that. So I can't wait to see all these movies. I am excited. Uh, I am uh, bummed for some of the things that got that got pushed into next year or just got delayed again. Uh, Shang Chi. I kind of didn't expect it to see it. Yeah. Us to see it right away. We still don't even have a trailer or even a poster for that one. So. Um, 
Yeah, and I I hope nothing happens to Eternals. If something was happening, it was gonna happen to Eternals. I agree. I do think, as far as the trailer, they're waiting. They're waiting for hopefully that Oscar win. So yeah. we'll see um, how it goes. But um, let's get into some other news. Let's go into the uh, Warner Brothers big fiasco from Monday. Um, let's get right into it, Alex. Won't you <clears throat> take it away? Yeah, so uh, there was an interview conducted with the CEO from Warner Media Studios. Uh, that's uh, Ann Sarnoff, and she said that the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, is the completion of his superhero trilogy, and there are no plans to release the air cut of Suicide Squad. Thank God. Um, <laughs> uh, but she ba- uh, she basically uh, just confirmed that. They are going to be doing some more projects on HBO Max that include some of the DC characters like Batman, other characters as well. But unfor- but for right now, this is it for the Snyderverse, and um, there's going to be um, uh, no uh, David Aircut. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, she see it was like an entire fiasco right off. I think this was a bad. They have no <laughs> idea what the fuck they're doing. No, I'm just yeah. Well, I agree, but I just yeah. think this was a bad kind of. You, I mean, you, you, what did you think this fan base was gonna do? Like celebrate I you know. after exactly. you told them? Yeah, you tell like, them no. We're not doing the air cut. Like, the we're weekend, not restoring the cyber. Like, right, the weekend after the big. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I mean, what did you think was going to happen? Before we get into that, Josie, I wanted to ask um, you: Did you did you watch the uh, Justice League from last week? And what'd you think? I did. I almost finished it last night, but I stayed at the epilogue. It's <laughs> too damn long. <laughs> so I still have like thirty minutes to go. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, like those thirty minutes could have been trimmed because it's literally the Return of the King ending. There's like seven oh. different endings. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Go ahead, Josie. But yeah, that's what I'm missing so far. But like I saw it three hours in a row. And then after that was like, I think I've done enough. (laughs) So now hopefully I can can finish it today. What do you think so far, at least then? Are you a fan? Are you... eh, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm indifferent, but I am along those lines. Sorry to the fans out there. I do think I see. I never saw Justice League to to its completion. I only saw clips here and there, and I was like, "This, this, this isn't it for me." Oh, and full disclaimer: I'm lucky. not the biggest. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of the DCEU, but I think. Listen, the camera work at the beginning was really good, especially like I love. I'm I'm here for Wonder Woman. I loved her scene. That that bank robbing scene though was trash. Yeah. That was no, trash. No, oh my it God. was trash. No, dude, it was awesome. dude, I get awesome. that. The, I get he only had seventy million dollars to work with, but why the fuck did those effects look like Matrix Reloaded balloon people CGI? Alex, I, I, you messaged me this, and all I gotta say is, she's a god. Those are humans. What do you? How do you think they're gonna fly? Normal? What do you yeah, think yeah. is gonna happen if? Okay, okay. if Thor, if Thor dropped. Like, okay, go ahead, Josie. Go, go Hear ahead. me Jeez, out. Help, um, help me. <laughs> the Wonder Woman effects to me were better than the Flash effects. 
Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give that. you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> no idea why Flash is running like this. Why are you flopping all over the place? I don't know. He's really right flopping. There. You think he would have like more some controls? <laughs> Something. I don't know, but yeah, Alex. Listen, like I said, you're home right now, Alex. If Thor dropped to your building, dropped right in front of you, and kicked you with all his force, do you think you're just gonna fall over? Yeah, I don't think he's no, gonna like. Not. I don't think he's gonna put an indent in me. You are going to go through the wall, and, and that's just, <laughs> well, yeah. That's but I don't think. I don't think. Are. I don't think I'm gonna wake up and like hunched over and be like, oh shit. Oh no, like, they're. Half, oh no, half they're, my they're stomach's dead. missing. <laughs> oh no, they're dead. Those guys are dead. That the Wonder Woman. Those 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 men. Those men are dead. But yeah. listen, I like I like the Wonder Woman stuff here. I think you're being too harsh. Wonder it was Woman's just it was awesome. just that scene for me. The rest of the Wonder Woman stuff was great. I thought yeah, that mascara was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Um. Okay. So, uh, going in to going in uh, back with this restoring the Snyderverse thing. I am okay. So I'm someone who's definitely down the middle as far as DCEU. Uh, Amanda was going to be on this show to kind of you know give her thoughts and stuff she's the big 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 dcu fan of this pod and uh not just her like brett and colby and them too but uh yeah so i'm very down the middle i like what i like from the dcu there's stuff that i think is absolutely abysmal like the suicide squad and that 2017 cut of justice league and then there's some stuff that i like like birds of prey and like shazam mm-hmm. and um aquaman and then Wonder i really Woman. like birds of prey Yes, exactly. Like Underrated. I love those and and whatnot. Um, yeah, you know. So so I'm very like split when it comes to Man of Steel. Eh, wasn't a fan. BBS. Eh, I like I like I like the Batman warehouse scene. You know. But then I get it as far as I, I went into this movie. Like, listen, if you're not a fan, I can't imagine you liking this. Yeah, but I, think I, if you're, I, uh, yeah. I wasn't a fan before, and I ended up liking it more. You know. I mean, I wasn't like I didn't I didn't like like it probably as much as other people did, but I would say like yeah. I would say it's definitely a significant improvement over not just not just the past like Snyderverse films in the DCEU, but even like Snyder's past films. I would say, yeah, and I think even after uh, even after so when I, I I loved the movie, I had a really good time. I think I liked it a lot. I think it's way too long. Still, I mean, look at poor Jersey; she's taking like days to watch this thing. What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's way too long. So. I, I I think in that regard it could have you could have it could have easily been a solid if you really wanted to like stretch things out a solid three I think it could have been a solid three hour ten yeah, yeah. I think that's it yeah I think he, I think Four he had hours. like I think he had like a three hour cut there to it yeah I think I honestly to God I think if everything didn't happen in 2017 he probably would have released they probably would have let him do like a three hour cut. And then, yeah. okay, you have your director's cut in the Blu-ray with the epilogue bullshit and all that stuff. I will but, say, yeah. it doesn't feel long no it doesn't because it. like, it, it's really good yeah because i remember when i got to like thermoscura i looked at the i looked at the timestamp. i was like holy shit like i'm already 40 minutes in like it feels like i'm only 15 yeah i think it was long for me because i think that day i was like still sick i was still recovering oh I was, yeah like, bro probably. i can't yeah, yeah. i well, gotta get back in the bed everything what was sideways for you right <laughs> yeah i was i was terrible it was terrible um but I, yeah, I liked it. I watched it again last week. Last weekend, I didn't finish it. I just watched like until the three hour mark. I I tap, I tap because it, it is is sort of long, and you kind of kind you kind of have to dedicate a day. To Aqua, watch the movie. Aquaman and Cyborg team up movie mm-hmm. when? Yeah, they're great. I think everyone is great here. I think everyone was good. Um, yeah. So, but my feelings as far as restoring the Snyder Cut thing, I think 
I, I don't know. I'm still very split because I feel like, yeah, you kind of set this movie up to be made and the, you know, to be finished. And now all we're going to have is just this. It's, it's kind of my issue when a bunch of other sequel, you know, movies that set up sequels at the end. That's why I hate that trope. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't know the certainty of like the future of this film, do not set up another one. I mean, Alita Battle Angel. Mm-hmm. I, that was my biggest gripe with that movie. Just end it. And then if you get a sequel, you get a sequel. Don't set shit up. But yeah, now you have something that he set up. And then who knows when we're ever going to see it. Uh, but I do. The fan base is nuts right now as far as demanding this Snyder version saying that I think it's just it it comes off as like when are you ever going to be happy as far as you know what i mean and i know warner brothers is a disaster i've on i've on i've like on record i've said that you know warner brothers had no idea what's going on and you know but i i they're they're really they're really really angry and i get it if the way you finish this film with the epilogue you'd want to see what's going on but i mean they pop they want to just move on from this but I don't think you're ever going to move on from this because you gave him the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that he got to finish his vision, but you should have known it wasn't going to end here. You thought yeah. that all that stuff was just going to yeah. disappear once yeah. you got the movie. <laughs> yeah. It ain't going to happen. So, um, yeah. Hopefully Josie, what's your... Just, yeah. yeah, hopefully this just proves that you should really trust your creatives because a lot of people do actually like the Snyder cut as opposed to what was released earlier by yeah. Josh Whedon. And hopefully that gives way to more of that trust, especially because one of the people that is very vocal about it is Patty Jenkins when it comes to Wonder Woman, how a lot of people at the end, like they let her do her her thing, her vision, and mm-hmm. then it's like, you should, you should change this. And then a lot of the things that people end up not liking from the films are usually from higher ups, not from her. Yeah. So hopefully there's a change. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's just it it's it's just uh it's 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 I don't know because yeah, I I'm someone a lot of the fan it's like when I read on Twitter a lot of the time it's like, "Oh my god, imagine this character with Zack. Oh my god, imagine this character with Zack." And I'm like, "Dude, I like I liked the Snyder cut a lot." But I'm a big fan of new voices and new yeah, directors, yep. and like look at look at what we have here. Like they just announced that Emerald Fen- uh, Fennel is gonna do Zatanna. That awesome. Yeah, like, that's gonna be. You know, like like great. You know, Kathy Yan with Birds of Prey. Uh, um, David F. Sandberg with with Shazam and and James Wan's Aquaman. Like I like if 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 one person was controlling all of these movies as far as the directive vision, I'd be like, uh, no, they all look the same and feel the same. The MCU has kind of gotten they've they've they that's some some of their movies kind of feel the same. But at the end of the day, there's one fella who's like, hey, I want this, and then. They look like this, and they have every have movie has humor. I love me my MCU stuff, but I mean sometimes it can get a little tiring as far as the same mm. format. Mm. So I wouldn't want that with the DCEU. I like that every movie feels different and has their own kind of vision attached to it. So it all depends. But I mean, as far as with Warner Brothers, what did you expect? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, any thoughts, like, Alex? I mean, I'm reading through the interview right now with Ann Sarnoff. Like it, this just sounds like incompetent honestly like i'm yeah, going, i'm going through it right now know. like she like she commented on like the ray fisher stuff it was like uh 
it's like a question. It's like, uh, did your investigation corroborate any of his claims of racism on the part of your employees? And she's like, no. Mm. And then, and then like, um, something with like, uh, how like Walter Hamada has been receiving a lot of fan criticism. And she's like, yeah, uh, he wasn't there when justice league came out. I was like, I don't know how true all of this is. I feel like, I feel like this is just a cover up, but who, I mean, who knows? I mean, it, it, it's a total mess. Yeah, a lot of it feels like, hey, just forget about all that. We're yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, we're I, I haven't like, like I haven't read this interview, but like I'm skimming through it now, and I'm like, this seems like super shady. Yeah, so that's what's going on with the Wonder Brothers as far as right now. All right, let's get into some fast track news and then a little bit of mailbag before we end the show here. Uh, all right, Helen Mirren has been cast in Shazam: Fury of Fury of the Gods. Pierce Brosnan was just cast for um, for Doc, as Doctor Fate in uh, Black Adam, and then Marvel is doing a, an Echo series, which is the uh, Native American superhero, which is a spinoff series from Hawkeye. So she'll be introduced in Hawkeye, which is really cool. And then the Falcon and Winter Soldier did really well on Disney Plus, as far as as, as far as you know, opening opening kind of weekend numbers, um, the most streamed Disney Plus series. Uh, yeah, this Marvel Studios is doing pretty good with their TV shows, and then some other small things from the from the week. Just Godzilla versus Kong kind of hype for uh, next week. We have a little bit of we had a little bit of words earlier from Josie, but um, yeah, I'll kick it to you, Alex. Was there anything from the fast track news that sparks your interest a little bit? Yeah, Pierce Brosnan is Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate being brought to live action, and yes, he was live action before Dwayne. Despite what you say, Smallville does not count. Yes, okay. Does that mean Superman <laughs> and Lois doesn't count? Yes, I don't know. <laughs> it, it counts, but no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a huge Bond fan anyway, so I, I love seeing like former Bond actors get get roles in like major movies. And Pierce, I mean, Pierce Brosnan's career it seems like has been on an uptick within the past few years. Uh, so mm. it's so it's still nice to see him uh, getting some um, some love. Uh, the whole Godzilla versus Kong thing, the the whole debacle today. My God, like I, oh, I disaster. Like I just saw somebody tweet like uh, he's like, no, uh, you know, it was uh, the embargo lifted for international critics today. So we're we're like we're doing as we're instructed. I'm, I I felt like tweeting, yeah, then stop spoiling the damn movie. Mm-hmm. Like like that's why we don't have the screeners tomorrow because everybody spoiled it. Everybody spoiled it. But then I'm like, Warner Bros., so did you. Because yeah, exactly. I, there's like TV well, spots yeah, from yeah. wherever. And it's yeah. Well, but, like, and then like the, the, like the major thing that Adam Wingard like spoiled on Instagram, it was like, okay, like I kind of understand that because it was like it was kind of hinted at in the trailer. Like there was a brief glimpse of what that was. Like yeah. split second and you miss it. But like I knew what it was, but like for people who don't know what it is, it's going to be the least shocking plot twist of all time. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I just it's a disaster as yeah. always. And guess who's at the helm? WB. Yeah. So I don't know. Yep. Uh, it's just very, very. <laughs> I mean, and you, you think you think about it too with like um, with like because is the MonsterVerse is that also uh, Legendary Pictures too? I think so. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, because like, like just think about like that that whole debacle with legendary and warner brothers like when they put everything on hbo max like yeah there's yeah. already some bad blood there too i bet but 
yeah so i don't I don't know i just don't know what's going on here and all that yeah stuff. all i will um, say is that the film does allow for more films to be made okay oh does it okay cool cool yeah because they expand the universe they expand the universe okay a bit of mm. these films so we get to see like more locations and okay. yeah there's definitely possible like it won't end with this film which is okay, what I think a lot of people were worried about yeah that was kind of my worry because i was just like well is it because they, they've really built it up to just be kong and godzilla so it's like if it's going on what are they going to do next but i guess i'll have to wait no and especially they did such a good um, i'm not lying they did such a good job visually Mm-hmm. with the film and you can tell that they actually put a lot of time and effort into this yeah. film and yeah. they're definitely allowing space for more to happen in the future so for fans of this franchise there is a possibility for more which is always good good, good. which is always exciting and stuff too um last quick news from the fast track we have uh we have official release date for spiral from the book of saw the title yeah. is still terrible as far as I know, it's saw, but uh, it, it's it's now going to release in May 14th, and it says only in theaters. So, okay, who's that? Lionsgate? Yes, yeah, Lionsgate. Yes. Go ahead. Um, no, I I was gonna say like I probably shouldn't say it, but like I was gonna say like why are why are we pushing movies back when movies are getting pulled forward? That's, that's Dude, what I don't get. You want to know my answer? I have no idea why yeah. everyone like, is doing. Like I don't like. I, 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 I honestly, I honestly don't get why Black Widow was pushed back. Like I think it would. I think it made Beats more me. sense. I think it made more sense if to be like, hey, May seventh in theaters and Disney Premier Access. What's uh, the new date? July. I just realized. Yeah, it's July ninth. July ninth. Yeah. I just realized. I'm over here. Like I, I, I didn't even realize that July. Yeah. What are we supposed to do between Falcon and Loki? I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. Why did they push it back? This That's exactly my point. point. It's too, especially, been- it's, especially when you look at the fact that Spiral just got pushed up, and then didn't uh, Paramount push up uh, A Quiet Place too? Like, sort of, I think. Dude, I don't also, know. In the Heights. In the Heights yeah. was pushed up. So what's uh, going on here? I don't, like, I don't get it. Like... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, if they're like, if they're if they're worried, sorry, if they're worried about like box office numbers, it's like, yeah, like obviously you're gonna take a hit. Like, just take. The yeah, hit. I think that's what it is, and I um, I get, I'm getting, I get so frustrated because this is the same thing that happened last year. Okay, last year the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, oh, all right, you know, we'll be back in the summer. The only studio that was like, bro, we're doing a year, Universal. They yeah. said, we're getting out of the theaters for a year, and hopefully we'll get better. Yeah. Everyone was like, let's push our movie to September or June or this date. And now that's where we get a King's Man with like 85 different release dates <laughs> because you didn't just take it off the release schedule until things got better. I don't know why Disney and Marvel think they're going to do like a billion dollars with this black. It's not happening. No, like it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen for a while. Yeah. That's it's why I say just, just, just release the movie, take the hit financially. If you have to, since you're fucking Disney, honestly, and you're the biggest media conglomerate, like you can like, afford to, to not have a movie make a billion Like, dollars. Dolly, if you don't believe Black Widow next month, you're going to have an eviction notice on your door for Disney. <laughs> Disney, come on. Like, yeah, I know. What, is, like, what is going like, I mean, on here? I mean, I wonder if other studios are, like, doing it, like, pushing it back or pushing it up because maybe they made deals with the theater, like, exhibitors. Like, because now I know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm reading now, um, 
Quiet Place 2 is going to stream on Paramount Plus 45 days after its theatrical debut. You have that whole thing. Uh, which studio is it uh, that made the deal with Cinemark for 40 years after? 40 years. 40, 40. Wow. <laughs> uh, 40 uh, 45 days after. Was that? Um, the new one? I think that was uh, Warner yeah. Bros. Was that Warner, was Bros? Warner Bros? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like so, next year. So like, I mean, I mean, I could, I can understand maybe pushing the movie up. Like, if it's that, maybe that, maybe that factors into why Disney's pushing back Black Widow and putting it on Disney. But I, I don't know. Like to me, it, it doesn't make that much sense. All right, let's jump into mailbags here. Um, this person here says, uh, after the after another recent delay for Black Widow, do you guys care? Listen, no, I'm sorry, I. I, I, I I'm so happy that Wonder Woman 1984 came out because if that was delayed like two more times, I would have been like, bro, just keep it. Because I I, I feel like what else can you show as far as trailers (laughs) and stuff? But like, what else can you do? I I don't understand why these movies keep getting pushed. And and it's really strange. So I don't. uh, Josie, I'll I'll kick it to you. Do you care still about Black Widow coming out? (laughs) I did up to a certain point. But I'm saying, yeah, yeah, n- not anymore, not as much. I I am excited to see the actors. I'm not gonna lie. I think I still have a little bit of hope to see how they manage because it is a good cast. I'm just not mm-hmm. as excited for the film as I was before. Yeah, yeah, I know. If you if you take Dwayne from like 2019, <laughs> like Comic Con, I'm like, oh my god, Black Widow, and then last year, oh my, OMG, Black Widow, and then the delays after delay after delay is like yeah. so insane and even this one does not even make any sense because I, I thought they were they were rushing to get this mcu stuff out you know but mm-hmm. apparently not july well that's, well that's why i thought that they had released wandavision when they did and falcon and winter soldier when they did yeah they, they released those back to back so I, I i don't have a clue uh what about you alex do you care i i'll probably care once i'm sitting in the theater like that's when i'll probably oh, yeah, get of course. excited yeah, but like I'm I sure mean, as of a, as of right now, probably no. Like, I'm sure it's gonna be a great action film. It's like, geez, yeah. Injustice for Florence Pugh. Must yeah. be her moment to shine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, David Harbour. Yeah, like you're yeah. supposed to Rachel, Rachel, Rachel Weiss. Weiss. Like, what's going on? I know, like Jesus. Justice for them. What is yeah. happening here? They all came out in Comic Con. They were so happy. Remember that, Alex? It was so I do. pumped. And I do. And then they. And their movie is just getting the new mutants and it's crazy. But yeah. what are we to do? All right. This next person here says, can you guys see HBO Max putting price tags on their movies in the future? Uh, I think I, I, it seems like they're doing fine. So yeah, I was going to say, I, I think the so. streaming numbers are pretty good. Like, I mean, I think, I think they're doing okay. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. everybody's like happy with that. With that. Yeah, even like when I when I speak to Larry with box office, Tom and Jerry's doing well. Um, you know the little things, of course. Eh, Judas did really well. It's it's actually um, interesting too because even like even though you can watch those on HBO Max, like those movies are actually doing like or did do pretty well in the theater too. So they did, yeah. So yeah, I guess it just I guess it just depends on which theater every any everyone's. Listen, I I think Godzilla vs Kong, despite all the things going on, I think it's going to do pretty well next week. And uh, I, yeah, I'm already I seeing think. like est- estimations have it at like 25, which will be the highest uh, pandemic opening. So yeah. 
Good. Um, good. I think they can uh, do so, it. It's it's a good movie. Yeah, I think yeah. they could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I saw yeah. I saw I saw something in normal times too. Like if we weren't in a pandemic, they would say the I think the estimate was like sixty eight million. So I'm like, I mean, I mean, sixty eight to twenty five in a pandemic, like that's actually not too bad. Although before pandemic, I would have been like, oh god, deliver God deliver King Kong. But I think at I, I least a hundred million. I think King of the Monsters left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. They it did it did because it didn't do it didn't do well. It didn't yeah. do like crazy. They put a lot of money behind King King of the Monsters, thinking that it was gonna blow away as far yeah. as box office, and it just it did okay. Yeah. You know, uh, so yeah, I guess I think you're right. So um. Yeah, I think that's it, everyone, for today's episode of Cinemania World, the Cinemania World Show, episode 91. Thank you guys all for listening. As always, I'll go around, get everyone social media, maybe some plugs. I'll start with you, Alex. Let everyone know where they can find you and what's coming up on your channel this week. Uh, you can find me uh, at my official website, alexmattedmovies.mystrikingly.com. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Insta are all there on my channel this week. Uh, I, my cousin Pat joined me. We're going to be talking about our least favorite comic book movie villains. <laughs> I know. I, I have nothing. Do you know who's me. number I know, one? I feel like I know it's going to be like, ah, oh, what's his face from uh, BBS, the big blob that they had. What's oh, the guy's name? Pipsqueak? No, the big one, the big fella that came at the end. Oh, What's Doomsday. Doomsday or no, something. No, it's not him. Like number three. Not him. He's no. not even on. Don't the don't spoil it. I watched I watched the video. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right. Let's go on to Josie. Let everyone know they can follow you and what's coming up on the film posers pod. Yes, you can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd. You can also find film posers at film posers practically anywhere. And as for what's coming up. We are going to be giving you our South by Southwest 2021 recap in the upcoming hours. And our Film Poser Awards will go live this Friday. Ooh, Ooh nice. Nice, nice, nice. Some really good picks. I actually did want to ask you, how was South by? I, th- I feel like everyone's, a lot of people thought it was a disaster. But how, how, did, how, did, it fare, how did it fare for you? So it was rather hectic. Um, yeah. Our official press pass holders were my co-host Juan and Gabriela. I was able to see mm-hmm. films through screeners, but um, the group chat was wild because I just kept seeing them freaking out because a lot of the information that we got in Sundance was like two weeks in advance. So it was very easy oh, wow. to manage everything. And then I get that there are different resources. There are different things available to them. It's also not just a film festival. It, it's like um, technology yeah. and music, music. So I can get the yeah. differences. But uh, I think they could have handled it better with the press because it, it was a bit hectic gotcha. and yeah. agreed yeah the page wasn't as user-friendly which again i, I do understand but again I, I would see my co-host freaking out and i'm like it's gonna be okay you're gonna get to watch yeah. everything you want to yeah i i didn't even i didn't even attempt to like i i didn't as far as like the the individual because i thought sundance i thought sundance they did so well as far as everything, if you, okay, movie quality of certain films, okay, fine. But, like, as far as I thought they had their own app, as far as on, on any a bunch of devices, 
It was very easy. They had the individual tickets for fans and other critics who couldn't get the press kind of um, pass to kind of maybe buy some individual tickets to movies that they really wanted to see. Most yeah. of the movies were available. Uh, it was. It, they, I thought Sundance was great as far as all of that, the, mm. the technical side of it. I yeah. get South By has like other things they have to do, but God, I was like, okay, I'm not even going to, no, I'm just not even going to yeah. do yeah, it. Yeah, I will say... I, I wish they had had that accessibility again with being able to purchase tickets because I think for South by yeah. Southwest, you could only get passes. And that was a little sad yeah. because I wanted to recommend films to my friends and they were like, no, I'm not buying a pass. That's what I was doing. I had so many friends at home who was like, hey, I've been listening to your reviews. And then and then off, after I would put a review up, you know, they'd buy a ticket to whatever film that I would talk up that I would praise, you know. And just little things like that, accessibility as far as people who can't get to South South by Southwest, like just having the option of only the the, the pass that was like, what, a hundred and something? What was it, like $200 or something like that? Yeah, it was um, pretty just, expensive. Yeah, just having that option for people who, who are on an income and just want to buy a few flicks. Like, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would have bought the Demi Lovato thing yeah. and stuff and, you know, easily. Like the same, if Sundance was, la if Sundance last year was virtual, I mean, that Taylor Swift doc would have been crazy as far as tickets go. So I just don't know why they, it was just very strange how it all went about. It so. also made me a little sad because a lot of the films that I was able to like see through screeners and a lot of the films yeah. that my co-hosts were able to see at the festival, oh, a car is passing by. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the films that we were able to see were representative of caribbean culture so you also had like yeah. executive order that was from brazil then you had like luri which had haitian culture you have bantu mama which is uh dominican republic nuevo rico the short film which is puerto rican and it's kind of sad to me that th we never see these stories and yet you're not making them as accessible to people yeah eh, agreed as far as diversity and just representation on film, I, I I just thought, and just accessibility, I just thought Sundance handled that so much better. So I'm not saying, like, I was exhausted yeah. by the end of Sundance. I'm sure a lot yeah. of critics who were, you know, but I, I was feel so exhausted. I, I, yeah, like I'm still kind of, I still kind of sometimes get some PTSD with Sundance off of that week and, and going from just movie to review, movie to review and stuff. And I'm sure everyone who's writing and stuff like that is crazy. I was doing uh, podcasts and whatnot. So it was a little hectic. Um, I think I had a fellow film poser on the pod for one of the uh, reviews. And I, yes, I, I just think, yeah, and she was great. Loved her and whatnot. But I, I, I think as far as that goes, I, I just don't think the reward wouldn't have been as fulfilled. Like after Sunday, it's like, you know what? It was tiring, but I'm just happy that I got all this stuff done and everyone's listening and having a good time. And I got to recommend some movies to some of my friends who don't usually do festivals. And they're like, I got a message from one of my friends. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm doing my first film festival. It's like, good for you, mm -hmm. you know? So... It's just, it was, I just wish they did that a little bit differently. Um, okay, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And that is it, thank you, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Wayne, that was Alex, and that was Josie. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.